Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Actual Play Network podcast. This is Matt introducing part three of our City of Mist game. Stick around after the episode for more information and show notes. Okay, who do you want to go talk to? I say we talk to um, the lady. Lana, go. Lana, you're up next. I need to go. I need to go take care of something real quick. Can we investigate the crime scenes and then find a common thread that connects all of them? Listen, we're already here. Let's just not make double trips. All right. Yeah. Someone say, hey, uh, what's the girl's name? Uh, Lorena Cole. So I'll tell you that when you walk into this room, you see a youngish woman kind of sitting back in her chair drumming the table looking a little bit bored and just kind of like doesn't even move her head but just like glances at you guys as you walk in should we notice at this point deer is taking his exit okay he said as he said in the hallway before all that happened he has to take care of some business real quick he'll be right back all right lorena cole what were you uh yeah so did you do it what kill the guy Yep. Well, the fucking shit. <laughs> That's what I keep telling him. What do you want? What do you mean you keep telling him? Nothing, then. You're guilty. I don't know. Case closed. But the lawyer, he's like so determined. No, it's my job. I'm just like, no, nah, I did it, man. But he just keeps trying to be like, oh, who's making you say you did it? And all that kind of thing. Do they have good evidence on you? I mean, a confession's pretty good evidence, right? You're not a curious person, are you? Uh, eh, not particularly. Yeah. Life's pretty simple, I think. Um, Gino, you probably know her. She's probably done, like, if you're involved in a lot of community stuff, she's probably done some, like, benefit shows and things like that. Did you know Father Woods? Briefly. Briefly, you mean you met him the day you killed him? Yeah, basically. Oh, maybe met him a couple times at, like, you know, functions and whatnot. Seemed like a nice guy. So, you were pretty strongly motivated to kill him, then? How do you mean? Well, obviously, you had a, some kind of burning grudge. Oh, this is gonna, are you going to be a problem? A problem? What do you <laughs> I'm mean? I'm talking to the cat. <laughs> Roll with it. No, not really. You know, hey, I'm just, uh, I keep my word. I owed a, I owed a guy, basically. You owed a guy? Mm-hmm. Well, who did you owe? See, that I don't think I should be saying with all the surveillance and stuff. Wouldn't be good. Fair enough. Um, what did you owe them? A favor. For what? That's personal. Fair enough. Uh, she leans forward and goes, uh, so what are you guys, detectives or something? Like PIs? No, personally, I'm just bored. Okay, I respect that. Um, so tell me the truth. Are you planning to, uh, slip your cuffs the day of the execution? <laughs> no. Executions, oh, there's, they take so long. A magic trick. Are you worried you're going to be out of practice by then? No, I'm saying that's a long time. What am I, David Blaine or whatever? Does he do long magic tricks? I would think that you would know better than me. <laughs> Is he a long form magician or a short Is form magician? Is he a long magician? form magician? All right, well, 
I guess it was nice to meet you there. I hope you enjoy dying in prison. With this, the door slams open. <laughs> and in walks Diovino. And a, and a billowy sort of light brown Where's that wind coming coat from? Ensemble. I ask. As all his clothes are like blowing in the wind as he enters. From the, from the force of the kick. Lorena smiles and claps a little. His hair is combed back and he slides his shades up on top of it. So what's her story? What's going on? I mean, I guess she killed a priest and she's real happy about it. I don't really know. You like killing priests? He slams his hands on the table. Oh, okay, I see what we're doing. No, not really. I'm kind of indifferent to it. His undershirt, it looks like he's... <laughs> Started to buy it and then completely forgot about the endeavor. <laughs> Great. How many shirts is he wearing? Like, is this a Steve Bannon thing where he's wearing like three button-ups? No. <laughs> no, he has one button-up and an overcoat. Yeah. Like, it's like a, it's sort of like a, like a, like a raincoat, a brown raincoat, but it's more of a, f- but it's more flared out. I have a coat like that. Yeah. Like it's got a high collar. It's like a cool guy's coat for a cool guy. Sure. It's like if someone's like, I want to have a ratty detective raincoat, but I want to look a little bit. What would Columbo look like if he was like, I'm looking for, I'm going, he's basically his outfit is Catwalk Columbo. (laughs) Great. Imagine that how you will. Hey, you ever heard of a fella named Boris? Um, Yeah, the rich kid, right? The MMA fella, Boris? Whatever. Oh, am I getting the no, he's he, nudge, he nudges him. No, no, no. The rich kid. And he wait and he sort of like kicks him Ow. in the shin real quick. You okay? Well, I think I still my still a little tipsy? Probably Careful with those corners. Yeah, careful with those corners. These metal tables are hurt will hurt you. Uh sure, yeah, okay. How'd you know him? Yeah, I've heard of him. You hear of people. I make my way around, you know. I'm sorry. What do you want? I don't remember everyone that I meet. And speci- I mean, I know he's dead. Boris? Yeah. How'd you know he died? Uh, he was killed on the same night that I uh, killed the other guy. How would you know that? Hear things. Weird, because Boris wasn't very rich. Just piling um, up did I get him confused place. with the other dead guy? All this. <laughs> what other? What other dead guy? The, the apparently the rich kid that I was confused Give about. Me a, three murders on one night seems a little strange, doesn't it? Are you trying to pin all these on me? It would be convenient. Are you are you admitting to them all? No, I'm admitting to one of them. Why not admit to them all? Because I didn't kill the other two. I don't follow your logic. I'm not about to take credit for other people's work. Come on. Hmm. Tell you what, why don't you stay right where you are? Okay, don't go anywhere. Don't try to leave town or anything. We'll come back and talk to you in a few minutes. Okay. That's really funny. Are you a comedian? No, I'm a bartender. Oh, okay. <laughs> he just kind of smiles at you like awkwardly. I turn to Dio and say, "Wasn't wasn't there someone you wanted to see? Let's go talk to them." He puts his son. He puts his sunglasses back down. Why are you wearing your sunglasses? <laughs> As you leave the room, she goes, hope you get your guys. Thanks. Okay, so you walk into the third room, who, if you don't remember, 
I will say is Philip Defu. He is the CFO yep. of a multi multimedia corporation. Of Pantheon. Of Pantheon. He is also a philanthropist. Uh, yes. <laughs> so you, uh, you walk in, you see a basically like middle-aged guy looking kind of disheveled. Dio immediately pulls up a seat. Hey, Phil, how's it going? And he knows you, right? We established that. He probably would hear, or at least he has heard of me. He's a, uh, hey, Mr. Vino. Please. I hate being called Mr. Vino. My name is Dio. Sure. Dio. What can I help I you assume with, you, I, I assume you know why I'm here. Uh, Talk about a mutual acquaintance of ours. Yeah. He tips his glasses down a little. Be honest. What happened? I don't know. I think... Um, did you do... Did you do it? No. Of course not. Now, who did? <sighs> probably... Uh, like I keep saying, probably just some hired goon. Why would there be a hired goon? Because... I... He looks at the... Uh, <laughs> the cameras and gets real quiet you get dio gets real close you can't just say hired goon phil i thought an explanation for everything look if i uh it's just between you and me it's not though it's all getting reported (laughs) he crushes his face and moves his (laughs) moves his mouth to his ear you and me so you roll me a uh convince okay so i'm gonna roll convince I'm gonna top. I'm gonna toss into some uncanny charisma. Okay. An intoxicating presence. Okay. Alluring demeanor. Okay. Beautiful. That is an eleven. So yeah, he's gonna talk to you. He goes, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm probably gonna get in a lot of trouble for this. Hey, whatever trouble you get into, I can get you out of it. I don't think my uh, colleagues cared for my practices. I, uh, Which ones would those be? The practices, that is. You know how I tend to do some charitable stuff. I like to give money away, that kind of thing. Pantheon, specifically, I've been skimming off of you know, the club we got here in the city. I've been embezzling pretty hard, and that's where all that charity money's coming from. Oh, okay. So it's not full philanthropy. It's a little... You're being philanthropic with someone else's money. Yeah, but that money has helped a lot of people and Phil everybody's all money is somebody else's money I get what you're saying yeah I I think someone must have found out and wanted to bring me down I don't know why they killed that guy why they decided to do that instead of just killing me but that's the only answer I can think of hmm, that's the arbitrary part why maybe it would would look too suspicious if they just went straight for me did you associate? Did you associate with Greg much? Um, Do you travel at all in your circles? I, I've met him a few times. I mean, we did some stuff together. I've helped to fund some of his expeditions. You know, the exploring the you know ethnographic stuff with the city. Sure, sure, I understand. Now, do you have any? Could Greg talk interact with anyone else within Pantheon? That you know of. Oh, I'm sure. I don't know. It's a gigantic corporation. You know what I mean. You know what I mean when I say somebody. I don't mean the mail clerks, Phil. Um, 
Uh, I'm honestly not sure. We weren't close or anything. So how did they link it to you? This is going to sound bad. No, no. Believe me. Is there something to do with blood? No. Okay. I was there. They found me with him unconscious. That does sound bad. Yeah, it sounds bad, right? But I mean, how would you get knocked unconscious? I don't know. I The last thing I remember is going to sleep that night. So it's not all bad. Now, I have another question. Have you Do you know a man named Boris? Uh, not really, no. How about a man named Father Priestman? Oh, the priest, Perry Woods. Yes, I, I'm familiar. Yeah, Perry Woods. Yeah, I've worked with him a couple of times. How's he doing nowadays? From my understanding, he was also murdered. Hmm, so you heard about that. Now, where did you hear about that? I don't know. I just hear things in here. You don't just hear things, Phil. People tell you them. Yeah, I, people gossip at, at lunch. I don't know. One of the other inmates. But you didn't hear anything about Boris. I mean, I didn't know him personally. That's what you asked. Uh, but what do you know about him? <laughs> I know he's also dead. Same night. Mm. Suspicious, isn't it? I would say so. But uh, these... Uh, if I'm being honest, I don't think these law enforcement are doing a very great job of investigating. They what do you mean? Had to take the evidence that was presented to them and call it a day. Well, it seems like very convincing evidence. Yeah, well, isn't there a thing called due process? There is, but... I don't exactly know what that means, but I think it's applicable. <laughs> he he whisks around with a big, with a big coat flourish and walks out the door. So what do you think, deal? I have no idea. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> oh, boy. I would say there's either a vast conspiracy or three completely unrelated murders. Yeah, but there's some similarities there that are kind of concerning to like me. two frame jobs and someone who is framing themselves. Yeah. No one seems to be able to offer any specifics about the crime or any specifics about anything, really. Oh, you know... That's good thinking. And he, he storms back into L- Lorraine? Lorena. What? Lorena. Raina? Raina? Lorena. Lorena. So I was close. He storms back in Lorena's room. How'd you kill him? Huh? The, <laughs> the priest. What'd you do to him? Uh, I stabbed him. Butthole. Real good. <laughs> what? With what? Dagger. Yeah. Where? Chest area. You know, that whole region. I'm not a surgeon. You don't sound, a couple. You don't sound real convinced. Of what? Of murder. Of the deed. Um, sorry? I don't know what to tell you. He leaves again <laughs> with a flourish. Dio. What? Do we think that she's part of this other conspiracy? What other conspiracy? She's she's the odd one out, right? Like she admits the crime. Yeah, but really, she doesn't really sound like she admits it. You know what I mean? Could just be your tone. Yeah, she's real flippant about it. What do you say? You two want to uh, join force on this one? 
Did we not already? Rattle a few cages. Well, make it official. Uh, yeah, sure. He spits. He spits in his hand and holds it out. Lana spits in his other hand and uh, <laughs> puts them together like a spit sandwich. <laughs> nice. I like your style. Thanks. I like your sandwich. <laughs> so where to first? Let's go talk to the lawyer and like double check everything we know. But let's do it in the morning when he's sober. Sound fair? We'll go over the case with him. Yeah. Tell him we're now investigating it. You guys agree? Yeah. So you want to just meet up or you just want to stay at one of my lofts? Yeah, let's stay at one of your lofts for oh, sure. Oh, please. Let's stay at one of your lofts. All right. Let's do cocaine off a glass table. It's PCP in this time period. <laughs> so he takes him to one of his lofts. Jack definitely gets side-eyed by the elevator attendant. Hey, how are you? I'm Jack. Well, nice yes, to meet you. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. He, he, his, he, his white gloves do not approach your body. <laughs> as he, as he touches the, as he like enters the code for Dio's loft, it opens to into a large, spacious loft with big, wide open windows that look out down upon the city. Jack sort of re, uh, reflexively farts as he sees the uh, <laughs> loft. Great. <laughs> so, when you say reflexively, sometimes he gets well. It's like a nervous reaction because it's so big. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's afraid of open spaces. All right. So, smash cut to tomorrow morning when we're investigating the lawyer. Okay. You met Adam or met with him at some like outside diner. Dio is now in sort of like a more subdued striped shirt with like some. We're talking vertical mm-hmm. stripes here with some with some tight jeans and he's going for suspenders. Interesting, interesting choice. Um, Jack yeah. is still wearing tuxedo pants from last night, but now he's just wearing a black t-shirt and <laughs> yeah. a like a bomber jacket, which he see, the t-shirt and the bomber jacket he seems to have found at uh, Dio's apartment somewhere. Yeah. Is Lana wearing any of Dio's clothes? Oh my God. How tall is Dio? Dio is a lot tall, is a lot shorter than you think he is. I had, I had him at 3.5. <laughs> so he's 2.7. He's like a borrower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you yeah, have a thimble uh, and, and like a candy wrapper with <laughs> holes cut in the top and sides. So um, <laughs> Lana gently folds up uh, an outfit of his and fits it into a bottle cap and tucks it away into her pocket. And in case she in case she needs it later to dress up like a mouse, uh, Lana's gonna wear a almost like a a beret, you know, a nice burnt orange beret. Not burnt physically, but color. I forget Firstly, his voice, so this is what it you, is uh, now. Cigarettes last night or what? I thought it was more sniffly. <laughs> Rough night, huh? I don't know. Did you figure anything out? Yeah. I always thought you were. I thought you were a lot snivelier when I talked to you. Yeah, well, I don't remember. So, this is my voice hey. now. Get over it. Hey, waiter. Can I get some? Uh, can I get five mimosas and some lemon water with lemon for our friend here? You, you, he, he I want a, uh, you guys want anything? Uh, Arnold Palmer. Um, can I have uh, eggs Benedict, please? Um, and uh, a side of hash browns. Um, probably. Um, some scrambled eggs as well. Um, pancakes, like small order. Um, uh, probably a little bit of ice cream. 
um, two cups of black tea, and um, I guess a mimosa. Yeah, that mimosa sounds good. <laughs> Herschel, we uh, we actually spoke to uh, seems feels like all of your clients last night, and uh, how do you think? How do you feel about the police investigation? I think it's a load of crap. I mean, they barely did anything. They walked in like crime scene was obvious according to them gave me all the evidence you know they're not hiding anything but like I don't know they didn't do anything beyond basic just seems like they were eager to get to the next case yeah but isn't that um I've tried you know sending out my own guys doing a little bit of investigation on their own but I don't know they didn't come back to anything with come back to me with anything that seemed pertinent isn't that that fellow's razor, Occam. Yeah, sure. Are they but just fine? I make my living on shattering that oh. razor. Yeah, I'm a defense attorney. I guess what I'm saying here is, thank you. Uh, I don't see, I don't see the inconsistencies here. How do you mean? I don't see the lack of work is what I'm asking. Where do you, where, where do you see the lack of work? Oh, like I'm saying, they didn't, they didn't investigate the victims that much. But let's step back for a moment. Let's say you were dead. Okay. And I was sitting here with a bloody hammer. Also, you died from blunt force trauma. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I'm just saying the motives don't feel right. Yeah, in that there's no motives. Yeah, basically. As far as I can tell. Hmm. What do you think of Lorena? Do you think she did it? She creeps me out. Magicians. I don't think you're under obligation to say no. Kind of under obligation to say no. What if you were under obligation? That kind of sounds like you're saying yes. You can't be a defense attorney going around saying your client yeah, did it. You, you, so, you uh, think, though, that no. they might Do you feel like Lorena? Lorena's confession is false? No. Again, you're kind of putting me in a tough spot here. Herschel, let's let's say this. Do you think his <laughs> eggs look like they taste I put good? I some eggs in my mouth and start chewing. And he winks at him. Hmm. What? Do you <laughs> now? Do you think Jack just ate those eggs? Yeah. What? <laughs> you know, for a lawyer, you're real slow. This is just weird. Okay. I say we do some character work. What do you guys think? Get the old street beat. Yeah, beat the streets. I say we follow up on your lead first. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, what lead was that? Father, preacher, man. Yeah, but what are you doing? We're, we're going to do some character work. On him? Get to know this guy. I figure a lot of people know know a preacher. Okay. No, he do, he doesn't really have any family. And But I mean, when you think about it, we're all God's children. I mean, think about it. Sure. Now would you say... He has any sons or daughters? No. So, okay. What are you trying to say? He's God? No, no, but he's like, he's like a father, like a father surrogate. Oh, gotcha. for God. Okay. So where do you want to go? I mean, why do you think they call him father? Um, let's go to his congregation. Yeah. Go to his, uh, not his congregation, his uh, church and meet with his congregation. Okay. What's this guy's name? I always forgot. Uh, Perry Woods. Peter, um, Perry Woods. Perry Woods. Perry Woods. Perry Woods. Periwinkle. So let's meet with uh, someone who works in his, his parish. Mm. Like a nun mm-hmm. or another priest or something. 
so you get to his parish and uh, you're okay. greeted. Mass or uh, service is over. There's not really anyone there. There's just like kind of one other dude hanging out. And he greets you and says, hello, h- how can I help you? Hi, uh, we're here to, uh, well, we're working with um, the police uh, and we're looking to get some background on um, poor, unfortunate Father Perry. At this point, it's worth noting that in addition to his sunglasses, um, Dio has now brandishing a over-the-shoulder sort of cream-colored blazer. Okay. <laughs> you have to. I have to apologize to my friend. He was. He got in a terrible, uh, terrible car accident, and since then he's been able to tell. Um, he's he's been getting dressed in, in in the nighttime while he's been asleep. Some kind of brain damage. I'm not quite sure. It's fine. All are welcome here. It's funny you say that. Considering you're wearing my clothes. Yes, yeah, but I I picked some that matched the other some the other kinds. <laughs> um. Yeah. So Father Perry, he was pretty well liked, wasn't he? Yes, a great man. Did anything strange happen on the uh, night he was murdered? Not that I can recall. He, although now that you mention it, I suppose he has been acting rather strangely lately. He spent a lot more time. Had I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, it's just brain Had damage kicking in again. Uh, are you correcting the color of your blazer? <laughs> Listen, you have one outfit you wear every day. I can't expect you to understand this. This what? I, it's called investigative chic. Um, he, so he had cool. nice, <laughs> you see, it's sunny out, but there's a slight breeze. <laughs> And lighter colors are often meant to be more <laughs> disarming. We are certainly disarmed. <laughs> when animals attack you, you're going to be dressed all in creams. <laughs> the wolves are just like, I don't understand this outfit. <laughs> well, it's very soothing. I'm going to lay down and take a nap. <laughs> I'm not investigating wolves. <laughs> you don't know that. So anyway... He had been spending a lot more time in his office as of late. Now, where is his office? Um, if you go, it's the last door in the back up the stairs. He starts heading up the stairs. So we get to the office. Right, yeah, you get to the office. It seems like a fairly standard office. Dio's going straight to the drawers and pulling them to see if any don't open. Uh, the top middle one does not open. <laughs> not for long. <laughs> Yeah. Why is hey, do that? Do me a favor, you two. Yeah. Each of you position yourself on either side of this thing so that, so I don't just yank the whole drawer forward. All right. Um, Lana gets in position and hangs on to it. So this door, this, I yank this drawer open? Sure. You rip it open and there are, uh, yeah, um, you rip it out and papers just like scatter into the air. Uh, uh, he starts to of jump up and touch them. and sizes, graph papers, note papers. Can we can we read some of them? Sure. Um, do you want to? Well, what? Why don't you roll me like, and investigate? Do you, do you? While he's doing that, Dio slides over the table and goes and locks the door. Um. Okay. Um. um I. Anyone, if you can roll it, and we'll. I'll. I'm making up a rule here, but we'll call it a group investigate, and I'll give you an automatic plus two. 
the, the drawer is open, but there's a lot going on on this stuff. So I want to know like how. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm going to just roll it, I guess. That's a good roll. So yeah, that that's a 10. What seems out of place here? Ask question. Okay, sure. Good. That's a perfect question. So a lot of it looks like um, maps and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like maps or like blueprints? Maps, blueprints, all that kind of thing. All hand-drawn, not like official mechanical drawing stuff. Like kind of sketchy. Okay, so no graph paper. But the one thing that you see as you shuffle through that is not repeated on anything is a kind of weird drawing that um, I guess maybe (laughs) the best way to describe it is it looks kind of like dignity. Maybe. yeah. I got gotcha. you. And uh, underneath it is just written weapon question mark. Dignity is a weapon. Now, is the handwriting seem consistent with the rest of the papers? Yes. Okay. Well, Dio is going to continue searching around the room, moving, basically looking behind everything. Yeah, I'm going to take a painting off the wall. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Okay. Guys aren't concerned about the rest yeah, of the papers. I can. Uh, I'll get to them. I want to read a book. I'd look at the. I go to the fucking library and investigate. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna stop around <laughs> on the floor and see if it feels hollow. <laughs> well, you don't need all three of us staring at the papers. You know, if only somebody had a map of the city. Yeah, if only. Uh, I'm gonna. <laughs> somebody. I'm gonna pull on the. What character? I'm gonna they pull, want? tug on the sconce. And uh, okay, see great. if it, it opens falls. up the parapet. <laughs> it falls. Uh, onto a... Does the trap... I'm gonna... Oh! Oh, I'm sorry. A trap door opens and you fall into an alligator's mouth. I realize uh, yes. something you were saying earlier might have been a hint about papers. So I'm gonna go to the bookshelf and uh, try and uh, wiggle around the book, see if any of them open up like a secret safe. Like, you know, uh, yeah. like a uh, fake chunk of so books. You, you pull a book and the bookshelf slowly slides to the side, revealing a pack, a uh, dark passage. As you gaze down yeah. it, you see two glowing an eyes and then an alligator jumps out and eats your face. So what I was saying is I was basically going to do this as a concurrent action to other party members looking at the paper still. Okay. I didn't mean to steal focus. All right. So, hey, this, so you're saying I found a paper. That has that shape that Kirk Van Houten drew on it. So do I see anything else that looks like it could be related to this paper? To that paper? Yeah. Um, not overtly, no. Anything else that mentions weapons? No. Any Anything that's illustrated, I want to look through and see if anything else bears to mind the shape, as if he was tracing it or um, anything like that. Uh, no. And remember, Andrew discovered that by asking for something that stands out. Hmm. I said that that was like the only thing that seemed completely out of place. Everything else is like uh, words or maps, but that's just like this weird blob drawing. And it does, does the shape doesn't relate to any of the maps in any way? Uh, it doesn't. Did I find anything while he's doing investigation? Um, amid various religious texts, you find some on like architecture and the history of the city mostly okay i'm mostly looking for like a safe behind something uh no you don't find anything like that okay hmm how i check 
the I flip over to like the printing information to see the date of like the print dates for these books, these architecture books. Um, mostly they're old. Okay. How old would you say on average? Um, I don't know. Old enough that it seems like he's looking for. That they're well out of circulation. Yeah, probably. Would you say they're antiques? That old? I mean, they're things you could get at like a library probably. Oh, okay. But they're not like mass not produced or anything. Yeah. I'm looking to look for a bag. Just to store all these books in. Okay. Uh, sure, you find one. I start scooping up all these old architecture, out-of-place architecture books in, and a couple of the old religious texts. Okay. Just for good measure. They call your name out loud and clear. Hi everyone, it's Matt. Thanks so much for listening to the 30th episode of the ActualPlay.network podcast. This is part three of our City of Mist game. Uh, Chris is the GM. I play Jack Davis, the green man. Andrew plays Dio Vino, Bacchus, and Geno- Gino plays Lana, Johnny Appleseed. I actually don't know how to pronounce Bacchus, so if I'm saying that wrong, sorry. Uh, this was our first Powered by the Apocalypse game, uh, so please listen gently. Chris did a great job running the game. Please jump on Twitter and let him know. Next week, we have the next installment of City of Mist. Uh, We've got two more recordings to edit, so probably another six parts. If you liked the show, tell a friend or review us on your podcast service of choice. You can find our Twitter screen names on the website. That is the best way to get into contact with us. That website, actualplay.network. Gino does title card illustrations for the site. Uh, They look great. If you dig his art, he also has a long-running webcomic up at pizzapranks.com and a Patreon for his art at patreon.com slash kiwimonster the link to which will be in the show notes music this week you can find the links in the show notes by Don DeLigo and Alex Soul. you can leave us a voicemail at 508-817-3408 Andrew and I have another podcast a monthly show called the goldenagehorror.com podcast which is an exciting look at horror movies from before 1979 in the most recent episode we covered Eyes Without a Face if you have an idea for a website, I can help you with that. Visit whalingcityweb.com for more information. Please check out the actual play.network website if you need an example of my work. And thank you very much for listening, and I will talk to you again next week. He says, opportunity knocks once, then the door slams shut. Oh no, guess I'm sick of everything.